Welcome to Life Church of Mobile's audio podcast. We hope this teaching will challenge you in any season of life you may be in. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you'll enjoy. Let me ask you a question. I want to ask you a question today, and, and it's a question all of us need to ask ourselves. And, that, and here's the question What are you doing in your life to intentionally grow spiritually? Now, just because here's, here's something that I've discovered. If you aren't intentional about something, it won't happen. You don't just automatically grow spiritually. You have to make intentional decisions to be a part of things that will cause you to grow spiritually. And, uh, you know, being here today is part of it. You can say, well, that's part of my plan, but there needs to be more. There needs to be another level that we commit ourselves to in our lives. Susan and I, we have things that we are, we are doing because I'm telling you, I've been doing this for a long time. I've been born again since I was 12 years old. Got baptized in the Holy Spirit when I was 15. But I'm still growing. Amen. And I'm intentional. We're intentional about our growth, about things that we do in our lives to make sure that we keep on growing. Well, one of the avenues that we want to offer to you and I want to remind you about today, and it's a very important area, is our 9 o'clock Sunday school hour, which is a place that you can come and be a part of and intentionally grow. Go ahead and give God praise. And so here's what I want to do. Oh, you know, we've, got, we've had, listen, and COVID wreaked so much, all the things that went with it wreaked so much havoc on churches, but especially on our Sunday school time and the small group gatherings. Uh, it's just been something. It's been bad. And so I'm telling you, I want us to make sure that we are being intentional in our decisions to grow. And one of the greatest places that you can grow is right here in our Sunday school hour from 9 to about 9.45 on Sunday mornings. Now, two people have, listen, and by the way, we have more teachers ready to step in. We just need people who want to be taught. And listen, it's a great place to connect. It's a great place to share. It's a great place to spend time not only getting to know other people, but getting deeper in the Word of God. So, I want to encourage you, if you have been a part of Sunday school, in the past, or you are now, would you just wave at me? All right, now come up here. <laughs> I tricked you. I need you all to come up here. Miss Gail, you come on. Teddy, you come on. I want us to gather up here, and we're going to listen. When you see these people, these are those that you can connect with, and you can find out what's going on as we become even more intentional in our growth. And I'm going to mention this. In my teaching today, this goes along with it. But the Word says the body grows by that which every joint supplies. Amen? And so there is an opportunity for you to get connected, but even beyond that, see all these precious folks? Some of you need to get to know some more people. Maybe you're new in the church. You're new in the house. Maybe you know, didn't know this ministry was going on. But I'm here to tell you, we are believing God for increase in the area of our Sunday school. Can I get an amen? amen. We got teachers that are ready already. They got, listen, we got a whole group of people out on the playground right now cooking for y'all, ready to serve y'all. We got teachers out there that I know are, 
are fired up and they're ready to go. They just need people who are hungry for the Word of God and are hungry to connect. So, I'm just telling you in Jesus' name, this ministry is going to thrive. It's going to flourish. It's going to continue to be anointed. It is going to continue to be blessed. You're going to preach the Word. You're going to teach the Word. You're going to declare the goodness of God. The Bible talks about pastors, evangelists, teachers, prophets. Listen, we have an opportunity to be a part of the fivefold ministry and get our lives connected. Somebody say amen. And I guarantee you one thing. If you go over there for a while and you come in here, your worship's going to take it off to a higher level. You're going to be ready to receive from me. So church, stand up and lift your hands up here and pray over these and then pray about how God would have you get connected. Father, in Jesus' name now, I thank you for the anointing that's on our Sunday school hour. I thank you for the teaching anointing, the connecting anointing. For those who have said, I'm called of God to do this, who have put their hand to the plow and they have not stopped. Through all of COVID, through all of the shutdown, Lord, they kept on keeping on. So now, Father, I thank you that today the waters are being stirred again. Glory be to God. There is a fresh anointing, a fresh outpouring of your spirit. And Lord, it is saying my people need to get together. My people need to have an intentional growth pattern in their lives. Submit themselves to the word of God and then let the word of God abound in them. Now, Lord, I thank you for the divine connections that are coming through this group. Through these who are already participating or have participated. Now, Father, thank you for a renewal. A renewal of those who will step forward and say, let's go. Let's join together. Let's lock arms in the Spirit and participate together in the ministry that God has provided. Now, Lord, I thank you. The water is going to be freely poured out. Those that are hungry and thirsty are going to come and they're going to drink and they're going to eat and they're going to experience. I thank you. And I, by faith, I just declare that so many new are coming, Lord, that we're going to have to have more teachers. We're going to have to have more gather. We're going to have to have more places to put them. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we are not backing up. We are not easing up. We are not backing off. In Jesus' name, we are going forward in the anointing and power of the Holy Spirit. We receive it today by faith, and we speak that word in prophecy over these and all of those gathered and those watching online right now. Thank you, Jesus for the greatest Sunday school we've ever had. In Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. Now give God a clap of praise in this house. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And thank you for those who have not stopped. Amen. God bless you guys. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. Susan, if you'll, let me grab my Bible right there. And if you will get me that bottle of water. I'd appreciate it. You can be seated, folks. Thank you. Praise the Lord. All right, I'm aware that we've got a gathering this afternoon. And uh, I gave those, we got a whole bunch of folks out there working. They're cooking. They are serving you. And here's the thing about it. Say it's a $5 meal. I don't have $5. Susan will pay for it. I don't guarantee she will. If you're here, I'm serious. If you're here and you say a $5 meal is, you know, really don't have it, all you got to do is tell them, put it on Susan and Scotty's tab. And we'll take care of it. We'll make sure that it gets taken care of. I don't want a person not being a part of what God's doing uh, because they're going to, uh, a lack of funds. You know, God is good and uh, 
He'll take care of that need. So come and join with us this afternoon. And by the way, you know if you've been listening at all the last few weeks, I have a vision for a pavilion. Uh, it's going to take more than just one or two of us. I got a vision for a pavilion. And let me tell you why. Because if we had one right now, you know where we'd had church this morning? Under that pavilion, right out there where all that activity is going on, and you could have smelled the hamburgers cooking. And it made me preach shorter. I'm just telling you. I'm, but seriously, folks, I have a vision for a pavilion where we can have church in the future, and we're going to, and listen, I am believing God for it to happen and be done in 2022. Where the whole church can gather out there. And let me tell you about it. And not only that, I'm believing not only for the whole church to be gathered, anytime in the future that we need it and, and, and whatever going on and crazy stuff in the world, they cannot tell us we'll be outside, we'll be where we can do what we want to do. I don't care what the governor says or the president says or the, uh, the, anybody else says, we can do what we want to do. We could, you know, we could have kept our Sunday school going if we'd have had a place that we could have got. We could have kept some things going if we'd only had a place. Well, bless God, we're going to have a place. And I mean, listen, it, this thing would have so much. I hadn't really planned on saying this, but it's just burning in my spirit. We could have family gatherings out there. You know, if you're a, a participating member of this church, somebody who's in fellowship in this church, it would be a place where sometimes you could have your family gather. You could reserve it. There'll be things that are in place to take care of that. But listen, not only that, uh, to be able to do that, but also have some things like uh, where our community can come make pictures during the fall. I'm talking about something beyond these walls. So we're out there in the community. Listen, I want to have praise and worship concerts out there. I'm just telling you, man, I'm, I'm just, I've got a vision for it. And how many of you will believe with me that God will make it possible in 2022 for that thing to be done? I've already looked at pictures. I'm pumped up and I'm believing it. It goes right along with the message today. I'm going to start a new series today called Perspectives from Jericho. Amen. And I'm only going to deal with one perspective today. But I've got about ten that I want to deal with before this series is done. But in Joshua chapter 6, everybody knows the story of Jericho, but real, real, real quickly, let's, let's read it. It says, Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out, and none came in. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into thine hand Jericho, and the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. And you shall compass the city, all ye men of war, and go around about the city once. Thus shalt thou do six days, and seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns. And the seventh day ye shall... Compass the city seven times, and the priests shall blow with the trumpets. And it will come to pass when they make a long blast on the ram's horn. When you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout. All the people shall shout. Some of the people shall shout. Hmm. Hmm. All the people shall shout with a 
half-hearted shout. No. All the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat. The people shall ascend upon every man straight before him. And Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said unto them, Take up the ark of the covenant. Let the seven priests bear the seven uh, trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord. And he said unto the people, Pass on and compass the city about. Compass the city. Let him that is armed pass on before the ark of the Lord. And it came to pass, when Joshua had spoken unto the people, that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns passed on before the Lord and blew the trumpets. And the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. And the armed men went before the priests that blew the trumpets. And the rear reward came after the ark, the priests going on and blowing with the trumpets. And Joshua had commanded the people, the people, saying, You shall not shout nor make any noise with your voice, neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth until the day I bid you shout. Then shall you shout. Can I get an amen? Amen. This is such a powerful word that resonates for us today. And I know that I've got so much I want to share with you. And again, my time is limited today. And so I really just want to introduce this and deal with one point. How easy, you know, when God does things a certain way. In other words, we can get to the point that we think, well, you know, when there's a great service, it means everybody's bouncing off the walls. I'm not going to whap somebody with this. <laughs> you know, and it's got to be that way every time. But then this morning, the Holy Spirit moves, and it's in still, beauty, peace, grace, and surrender. Surrender before the Lord. So here are the children of Israel, and they have a past. They have a history. And their history could have been something that hindered them when it came to the walls of Jericho. Because based on what they had experienced and what they knew... When it came time for a crisis, when it came time when there was no way in or out, when it came to a place where the sea had to be crossed and they had no way to get across, what did God say to Moses? Stretch out over the sea and the waters will part. So how easy would it have been? Well, <laughs> been there and done that. Where's the rod? Walls fall down. Joshua could have said by himself, all I need is myself and this rod. And those walls are fall down. How many of you know God had another plan? In fact... You can read this account. In Exodus 14, 21, it says, Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night. Do you know what most people believe happened at the Red Sea? You've heard, some of you may have heard this before. Because they saw the movie, The Ten Commandments. Come on. Charlton Heston... Some of, you, some of you young people don't know who Charlton Heston is. Watch the Ten Commandments. They think, here's how it happened. Moses stretched out the rod, and immediately the sea parted. It's not what the Scripture says. 
took all night. There's some seed time and harvest truth in that. It says in Exodus 14, 21, Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. The Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea into dry land and the waters were divided. So, the first perspective that we need to get a hold of from Jericho is this. The day for solo Moses and the rod were no more. Quiet. Now, it was in the power of their collective unity. I'm going to put this down before I whop somebody. That is so important. How God did it before was not how He's going to do it this time. And it would have been easy to assume. But here's what God is saying. Hear this, church. The first perspective from Jericho that we've got to get is this. Everybody had a part to play. That's good, Brother Scotty. Listen to Ephesians 4.16. He keeps us in step with each other. His very breath and blood flow through us, nourishing us so that we will grow up healthy in God, robust in love. Listen to Matthew 18, 18 through 20. I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you shall agree on earth as Concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where the two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in their midst. Got a revelation for you. Two are better than one. And none of us is better than all of us. Y'all are so quiet. Do you know the word in the Bible is called koinonia? How many of you know what koinonia means? Somebody help me. Fellowship. It's koinonia. Throughout the New Testament, koinonia is translated as fellowship, sharing, contribution, association, and participation. Listen to this in Acts. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship. That's the word koinonia in the breaking of bread, and in prayers. Church, here's the word. I asked you earlier, what is your growth plan? What is the growth plan for you spiritually? Whatever it might be for you, I can tell you this. You will not grow in isolation. That's why we have things like Sunday school. That's why we have small groups. That's why we have opportunities like yesterday. Susan and I were probably, must have been 50 of us there that gathered for the afternoon and had dinner together and fellowship together and just had a great time together. There are opportunities for us in that we grow because we hear testimonies. We hear what's going on in people's lives. We hear the Word of God abounding. We do not grow in isolation. Can I get an amen? You know, just have to pause a minute, and I'll stop in plenty of time to get those hamburgers while they're hot. 
one of the most demonic focuses of what has happened in the last two years has been to cause people to feel lonely, alone, isolated, and separated. I say in Jesus' name, we're never going to bow to that spirit. Never again. And we're going to make some things happen so that we will not ever have to bow to that spirit again. We are better together. And we need each other. So, how easy would it have been to just assume God would do it the way He did before, but He didn't. We don't grow and mature in isolation. Listen to Ephesians 4.16 in the New Living Translation. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow. So that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. I encourage you to go home and read Ephesians 4.16. One always represents isolation and aloneness. But two represents agreement, companionship, and power and growth. A relationship that is initiated and developed with purpose is an agreement relationship. But it takes deliberate steps. And measured actions that are governed, watch this, by biblical convictions, principles, and the wisdom of God. Let me tell you what agreement means. It means being a part of something. I'm all for social media. That's it's good as long as it's used for the... I'm still, I'm still wrestling with some things on Facebook. I don't know if you've seen some of the commercials and ads that Facebook has recently put out. They are, the only word I can tell you is deplorable. I want to be a light, but I don't want to endorse. So I'm trying to balance. We'll see where it's going to lead. I'm believing for God to raise up new social media platforms. That's pitiful. I said, I'm believing for God to raise up new social media platforms. But that, that demonic spirit of COVID, it just tried to kill, it tried to not only kill people, listen, physically, it tried to kill people in a soulish level, in a mind level, in every level that we can think of, all that went with it was demonic in trying to get us isolated and separated. We're not going to have that in this house. Somebody say Amen. Agreement with others, and let me tell you what it involves. It involves being a part of something. It means being included and connected. Being a part of something beyond myself. Knowing I'm loved and I'm valued. It means feeling needed and useful. And sharing common values and purpose. Let me show you something. And uh, turn to Exodus chapter 17, verse 10. They took my clock down back there. Guys, if y'all can, put that clock back up. Because I said I was going to do something, I'm going to do it. So, guys, if y'all can, on that screen back there, put that clock up. Either or not, I'll guarantee you, I'll have somebody who will volunteer to tell me what time it is. <laughs> Exodus 17. So Joshua did as Moses had said to him, 
and fought with Amalek. And Moses and Aaron and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And it came to pass when Moses held up his hand, what happened? Israel. Oh, y'all are quiet today. When Moses held up his hand, Israel what? Okay, Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. Verse 12, here it is. But Moses' hands were heavy. Anybody feel like you've gotten some heavy hands over the last couple of years, ever on a day or a week or, or time? We all have. Moses' hands were heavy, and this is so prophetic. I had never seen this before. They took a stone. Somebody say the rock. And I'm not talking about a wrestler. They took a stone and said, Moses, you sit right here on the rock. If you read the rest of the story, it's beautiful, it's powerful. He sits on that rock and his hands were lifted and Israel's winning. And his hands got heavy. And his hands began to fall. And notice, God didn't just say, what is wrong with you, Moses? You weakling? Get your hands back up. Uh-uh. Some of us, that's what we'd like to do sometimes. But that's not what God did. Bless God, this is so good. God sent him somebody on his right hand and somebody on his left hand to say, here, my brother. Yes, your life. The computer is down, therefore no clock visible on the screens. Hallelujah. <laughs> A preacher's greatest joy to be able to blame the computers. Woo! Hallelujah. All right. Me and Andrew, or Susan and Andrew will tell me. Amen. Amen. <laughs> 11.45. Hallelujah. I'm kidding. What time is it now? 11.35. Oh, I got nine minutes. You just watch what I can do in nine minutes, baby. God didn't rebuke him. He didn't slap him around for getting tired. You ever got tired? I know. I'm going to tell you what. We've all had some times over these past couple of years, especially we got tired. I guarantee you some of these folks got tired. You get weary and worn. First thing he said was, sit him on the rock. Yes. Oh, see, you're not, you're not. Sit him on the rock. I'm going to tell you what, when you come out here, when you go to Sunday school, when you get in these small groups, whatever it is, we're going to have a vision, a calling of God to get you sitting on the rock, standing on the rock. That's what we're called of God to do in this house. That's what we're always going to do. We'll never equivocate from that. We believe in this book. We believe it is the inspired Word of God. It is our direction. It is our foundation. It's our social media. Yes, it's our social media. Somebody say yes. Woo. He sits him on the rock. 
And then, bless God, it's so beautiful. I just love this, Susan. Just love it. He says, now give me, give me a couple of brothers. Because every time my hands get heavy. My hands might get heavy during the week. But I'm going to come in. And I'm going to get a word from God. And that word that comes through my brother or my sister. The one to my right. The one to my left. The one that God is calling to this house. Suddenly my arms, I feel my arms being raised. I feel myself being lifted up one more time. I feel myself saying, yes, yes, yes. And then Israel prevails. I'm telling you, there's victory in your life. In my life, when we're sitting on that rock, standing on that rock, and even the times and seasons, Casey, when our arms get tired and we feel like we're about to lose it, God sends somebody to lift up those arms to hold them up and to say, hey, I'm here with you. I guarantee you there isn't a missionary, there isn't a person in this house who could, who, who, who would, who could say, I, I know what you say, who, who wouldn't say, I know what you're talking about. You feel lonely, you feel isolated. And all of us, and our hands get heavy, but let's bless God. He sends somebody to hold up his hands. Moses' hands were heavy. They took a stone and put it under him. Mm. When you teach the Word of God, when you lead in worship, when you gather these groups, when you fulfill and, and go after the call of God on your life, listen, you've got to see it as more than just filling in time. I'm telling you, my heart is to come in here every week and some way, somehow, help build a stone under you, help build a foundation under you, not on me, but on the Word of God. The living, breathing Word of God. And then the worship and all that we do. But even at that, there'll be times when your arms may get tired. It came to pass when Moses held up his hands that Israel prevailed. When he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands were heavy. They took a stone. They put it under him. And he sat thereon. And Aaron and Hur stayed up his hands. The one on the one side, the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. Hallelujah. That's victory. And Joshua discomfited Amalek and the people with the edge of the sword. Discomfited means Joshua overwhelmed them. It's time for, you know, I'm tired of the church being overwhelmed. It's time for the enemy to be overwhelmed. No. And you know that we're preaching victory in this house and we're not stopping. But here's the key. The lifting of hands was the key to winning this battle. Moses holding his staff over his head with both hands symbolized his total dependence on the power of God. And when the hands are lifted, God intervenes. Joshua and her supported his hands. Watch this. A point of agreement. I'm telling you, I'm looking for right people to get in agreement with me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
That's why I'm seeking them out. I seek out. I seek out the right people to get in agreement with me. Man, I, and you know, I'm, I'm, and they don't necessarily have to have all the answers. All I want to know is, you going to believe God with me? You're going to stay in faith with me? You're going to stand with me? We're going to see the salvation of our God. I am seeking out and looking for the right people. I'm looking for Aaron and her. How many of you are willing and would say with me today, and I'm closing it out, how many of you would be willing to say with me today as we go through these perspectives from Jericho, I am willing to be an Aaron and a her. Amen. You know, a lot of times we don't do something because we think we have to have all of these. You know, listen, sometimes all you got to do is come by somebody and say, hey, man, walk, stand up with me, Drew. So good to have you back home today. We love you. You know, sometimes I've got three minutes left. I see your timer. <laughs> He's got me on a timer. I got your hands up. I got your hands up. He's got my hand. You know, it's just so good, man, just sometimes. And, uh, you know, there's so many ways, church. I don't want to labor this point too much, but I don't think I can. There's so many ways for us to lift up hands yeah. and lift up arms. I mean, man, we can, we can do it with, you know... Anthony, I, I won't wait later and let you give this testimony. He and his precious wife, they had their hands lifted up because somebody blessed them with a car. Amen. Amen. Hey, you will hear that testimony soon. There's ways that we can come by each other and just have a... Listen, it takes sensitivity. You know, be sensitive to the Spirit. Because, listen, let me tell you what, and here's one, and I don't have... Oh, man, I could so much more I can say. I may have to... Add on later. Our words <laughs> can either lift up hands or tear, pull them down. Jesus said, my words are spirit in their life. Mm, mm, mm. Folks, let me tell you, we need words of love and encouragement and truth from the Word of God. I'm telling you, there's a calling of God that's on this house right now. We're going to go, we're coming through this, and you better hear me. We're coming through it stronger. We're coming through it bolder. We're coming through it more secure, sitting on the rock. Your timer stopped. Oh, it's time to go. Thank you, Drew. We're coming through it bolder. We're coming through it stronger. We're coming through it more powerful. We're coming through it more anointed. And I'm telling you, you will see it next year in 2022. We're going to build. We're going to believe. We're going to stand. We're going to teach. We're going to preach. We're going to have gatherings. We're going to do what God has called us to do in this house. We're going to go. We're going to love. We're going to care. In some way, somehow, my brother, I'm going to find a way to lift up your hands. You're going to find a way to lift up my hands. I'm going to send you a text right in the middle of your news broadcast and tell you what a great job you're doing. I did that just recently. Sent a text, and I thought, he's not going to, he's doing a, he's doing a news broadcast. About 30 seconds later, I got an answer. And I looked, and there he was. Byron had his cell phone. I said, he's talking to me right now. Hallelujah. That may seem small, but I tell you what. You never know what people are dealing with. You never know. But I tell you what the Word of God knows. 
and the Spirit of God that lives on the inside of us, He knows. He knows what that young girl's going through. He knows what her family is going through. He knows what somebody that you're dealing with in business are going through. The Spirit of God that lives on the inside of you. Oh, it has a sense and a, and a, a leading. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. And so I'm calling us. Let's all stand up. We're done. I'm calling us this year as we finish out this year. And boy, I can't wait to give you the rest of these. I've got about 10 of these things. I'm going to break down. But the rest of this year and going into 2022, we're going to be sensitive to the Spirit of God. We're going to be sensitive to what He's saying. We're going to look for ways to lift up others' hands, to believe with them, to stand strong, stand on that rock, sit on that rock, get that rock underneath us. But then when we get weary and tired, bless God, we're going to have a community of believers. I said a community of believers. A community of believers who will gather around us and lift up our hands. Father, thank you for victory in this house today. I tell you what, let's symbolically just do something. Collectively, let's just lift up our hands. Lord, I thank you for every man, woman, boy, and girl in this house. There is a fresh anointing being released. The waters are stirred. Opportunities are presented before them today. Lord, we're going to love each other. We're going to value each other. We're going to value the call on each other's lives. We're going to value the gifts that you've given people. But Father, more than that, we're going to value them personally. And you're going to show us ways to walk it out. I thank you today for the fellowship that we have in this house. I thank you for the family that we have in this house. I thank you for the gifts and the callings that are in this house. The anointing, the gifts and the callings of God have not left you. They have not forsaken you. They have not departed. I thank you, Jesus. And Lord, I, I just, Lord, and I just, I just celebrate the fact that, Lord, the, the day of one man, one woman shows is over. Lord, we don't need more celebrity Christianity. We need the body of Christ to rise up in the call that's on their lives by that which every joint supplies. And we all have a part to play. Fire us up, Lord. Fire us up, Lord. Fire us up, Lord, in the gifts and the callings that are on us today. We surrender to that. And we say yes to that. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Would you give God praise in this house? Well, I'll tell you what, let's worship for just a moment. And then we'll head out and we'll be with you this afternoon. And by the way, we absolutely, Susan and I, are basking in getting to know everybody better. We've been here so long, we know so many people, but we're just loving getting to know people better. So please take advantage. Come out this afternoon. It's not very hot. And I want you to come out. When you come out, here's what I want you to do. I want you by faith to see that pavilion. Now, here's something else I want you to do. All of those folks that were in Sunday school, seek them out. Say, what about your class? I need to come. See, see Miss Gail. See Teddy. See those who are hungry and providing a meal for you to get connected. Amen. Let's sing something.
the Lord. Thank you, worship team. Awesome today. Thank you guys for pressing into new territory, into new places. I love you. You know what? I was just reminded, and I know folks are gathered out there. You know the greatest kind of social media? Word of mouth. You got something good? Tell people about it. And word will spread. Amen? So share the opportunities that are here. God bless you guys. We love you. See you out on the playground, I hope. Thanks again for listening to our audio podcast. If you would like to find out more about our church, you can visit us at life-church.org.